0: My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours at the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I hope all is well in your world and that everything is going fantastic. If it's not, well, hopefully there's something we can do about it. Hopefully there's something that you can do. You know, maybe there's something we could learn. Maybe there's something that we might be able to utilize to make our body a little better, a little healthier, maybe a little bit more energetic, a little bit more rested. Those are the things we talk about here on the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Over the years, over my four decades on the air, I've learned a lot. I've learned that things are perpetually changing and we are all works in progress. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we do need to realize that we need to stay up to date on what's available. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I've been using this and that, and I've been using this for a long time, five years, 10 years. And I usually say, have you tried something more up to date, something that might have a better blend or a better combination? And they said, well, no, I just been using this. And I said, well, how do you feel? And they tell me terrible. And I said, maybe it's time that we update a little bit. I have changed my nutritional program so many times I can't even remember. And the reason I have is I've adopted science and I've adopted new techniques and new delivery systems because. You know, first and foremost, I want the most of I can get the best of the best, the most effective way of being able to make changes. And as we all get older, we need things that are a little bit better and a little bit more absorbable, maybe a better deliverable, more assimilable. You know, so we want to make sure that we're doing the best. So what we try to do. And what I try to do is bring you the best guest in the industry and the most up-to-date information so that you can get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. So tune in Monday through Friday. Remember, if you can't tune in live, Stay Healthy Health Food Store, their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, is the place you go where all the radio shows are archived, podcast, and available for on-demand download. And while you're there, enter your email address for coupons. Um, up-to-date information, promotions, uh, monthly newsletters, just for entering your email address to their webpage, StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the valley. They're a fully-packed, full-service store with the most amazing, knowledgeable, intelligent, informed, and passionate people to work with. Because they carry the best of the best in every category, you're never going to make a mistake. And with all that hands-on help and support, you're going to find that it's a lot easier to head in the right direction when you have guidance. And you have people there helping you out. And that's exactly what they do every single day. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6 are the hours. They're closed on Sunday. Remember the webpage again, stayhealthylasvegas.com. And, of course, their phone number, 877 24 Nine, four. Well, today I'm doing one of my favorite shows, which I love to do, uh, which is a QA show. Your questions that have come in to me. And remember, you can email those to me at drjeffreyburke@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can do it through my Facebook page. Um, you can do it. Uh, people sometimes leave questions on a piece of paper at the store and they get those questions to me as well. So, one way or another, I love it because, you know, what ends up happening, and it's happened so many times. People will say, I heard you answer this question. I've been wanting to send that to you forever, and I didn't, but somebody else did. So a lot of us are thinking the same way, and sometimes the question that you've been thinking about asking might just pop up on the show. So I'm going to try to hit as many of these as I can today. First one, uh, hey, Jeff, is it possible that allergy season can be year-round? It seems like my friends suffer either in the fall or the spring, but I seem like I have allergies every time the wind blows. Well, yeah, you know, we don't get to turn on and off allergies. There are different kinds of allergens that do affect us. And sometimes the pollination of the environmental plants in your designated area, the topography that grows there, could be your trigger, you know, that trigger your allergic reactions. But sometimes people in the fall, when plants die off, they also get allergies as well. Sometimes it's all the time. Sometimes it's dust mites and it's, you know, dust and different kinds of things that pop up. But I have friends that have allergies all year long. I don't get as much of the spring allergies as I used to. For me, it's the fall. I get the fall allergies and that's usually right around the time when the weather is changing, you know. So, yes, it's it's very... Um, it's not. It's very common, more common than you probably think. You're not alone on that, on that branch, uh, that it could be an issue. So what we need to do is we need to make sure that we're doing things all year long to make our body stronger, like take a really good natural herbal allergy formula, stay off the ones that are pharmaceutical-based because they're just too hard in the system. They can either make you tired or make you edgy, make you nervous. You got to be cautious of your blood pressure and your thyroid, and there's a lot of other issues that go with that. Plus, who needs to be on a chemical all year long if there are natural things that you can use first and primary at least try them. You know, extra vitamin C, make sure you're drinking plenty of water and staying hydrated. Stay away from the foods that produce a lot of mucus, like, you know, a lot of the complex carbohydrates over consuming dairy, you know, maybe eating more of a Mediterranean diet, which is more of an anti-inflammatory diet. Uh, A lot of people like to take turmeric. Uh, The formulas that are out there are actually pretty complete. They have a lot of the things that you would take separately, but all in blended formulas. So when you go to Stay healthy. Tell them you want to see their allergy formulas. They have a lot to choose from. And you'll pick one that you could try. You may do better with one or another. So try a couple different ones and see the best way that you respond. Because there's not a perfect fit. We don't all fit in the same box. What works really well for your identical twin, let's say, you might use a different product that works better for you. Just because you're genetically the same doesn't mean your lifestyles are the same. And that goes for all of us. You know, what works perfectly for you may not work perfectly for someone else they may need to add subtract or change things up so with allergies yeah there's a lot of things you can use that can make it different for you there's nasal sprays there's aloe vera sprays there's colloidal silver sprays there's gargles there's lozenges for the back of the throat like elderberry lozenges colloidal silver lozenges Um, there's so many things for sore throat swollen glands Um, There's amazing eye drop formulas that you can use for red, irritated, itchy eyes. So there's plenty of things that stay healthy that you can use for allergy season, whether it's seasonal or whether it's all year long. Hope that helps. Let me see. Do I, I think I have this one. I do. Hey, Jeff, I was wondering about magnesium and I was wondering, is there a better time to take magnesium or is it just one time? Well, it depends on the person. I think for many times, a lot of people are choosing magnesium uh, because they're using it for one thing or another. Now, magnesiums, there's a lot of different kinds of magnesiums too. We'll touch on those because I think it's a great question. A lot of people tend to take their magnesium at night and they take it because it helps them relax. It helps with leg cramps and it just kind of helps them like come down from the day But let's talk about some of the magnesiums that are out there. Probably the most popular out there is magnesium citrate, uh, which is a magnesium form of magnesium that's bound with citric acid. You find it in a lot in citrus fruits, uh, gives them their tart, sour flavor. Uh, A lot of people use it, um, but a lot of people also find that it's one of the ones that uh, can be used to really move the bowels. You know, so people use too much calcium or magnesium citrate, they're going to get a loose stool. So, definitely something to keep in mind. Then there's magnesium oxide. Now, magnesium oxide may help relieve digestive complaints like heartburn and constipation, uh, given that the body doesn't absorb it very well. So, it isn't really a good choice for somebody that's trying to raise their magnesium levels. Uh, and a lot of people like it because it just moves the bowels once again. So, both of those are forms that are going to move the stool. Magnesium chloride is a magnesium salt that includes chlorine. Uh, Magnesium chloride is easily absorbed orally and used to treat heartburn, constipation, low magnesium levels. Also applying it topically may help relieve muscle soreness. You'll see a lot of topical magnesium oils and creams that are quite effective that do work really, really well. Magnesium lactate is an effective and dietary supplement, uh, possibly gentler on your digestive system. It may be suitable for those who don't tolerate other forms and need to take maybe larger dosages. Uh, magnesium malate is easily absorbed and may have less of a laxative effect than other forms it occasionally recommended for chronic uh, conditions like fibromyalgia but more scientific evidence of course they're always studying that so definitely keep in mind there's uh, magnesium taurate Uh, magnesium taurate may be the best form for managing things like high blood pressure and um, you know and balancing stress Uh, magnesium threonate uh, magnesium, uh, three and eight, uh, may support brain health, potentially aiding in the treatment of things like, dis, uh, like depression and anxiety and memory, uh, at the same time, once again, everything is always under the microscope getting future and, uh, further studies. Uh, magnesium glycinate, um, is a very, very good form. It's very calming, uh, very effective for things that are very, people are very anxious, have depressive feelings and also insomnia, um, very gentle on the body. Magnesium orotate, uh, once again, may bolster heart health by improving energy production in your heart and blood. So what I usually tell people to do is maybe looking at foods that have magnesium like legumes like black beans and edadami, uh, vegetables like spinach, kale, and avocado, nuts like almonds, peanuts, and cashews, uh, whole grains like whole wheat and oatmeal, dark chocolate, believe it or not. Um, They recommend, you know, trying different magnesiums. And I tell the same thing to a lot of people. There are blends of magnesium that you can definitely try that bring together different kinds of magnesium. And I think for some people, what they find is uh, if they're using a, blend, uh, they may find that sometimes when things are added together, they may do better uh, for helping to get the best absorbability rather than relying um, just on one product. Um, Irwin Naturals makes a really cool product called Magnesium and Ashwagandha. And obviously from the name of it, you know that it's probably hitting on a couple different things, like mind and body and stress and overall health. This is a combination that actually helps to put your body more in balance, like the sensoral ashwagandha is great for negative stress. Uh, The magnesium and the B6 uh, help with uh, mood balance. It works with magnesium, vitamin D3, and zinc for the immune system. Uh, Very effective for uh, helping to get these wonderful, wonderful nutrients into the body. And a lot of people like it because of the fact that it does use uh, a couple different kinds of magnesium. It uses magnesium glycinate, magnesium aspartate, magnesium hydroxide which is from irish seawater uh, along with some extra sea minerals so you're not relying on just one i've seen this work extremely well especially for people that are using it for things like stress and nerves and maybe leg cramps uh, and just helping them decompress Plus, it's a liquid soft gel, so it breaks down in about 8 to 15 minutes. So you can take it at night. But there are a lot of great magnesiums at Stay Healthy you can choose from. You know, just kind of let them know what you're looking to do, and they can make some good suggestions for you. Uh, let me see. Hey, Jeff, it's getting warm out. Is it too soon to start using liquid trace minerals in my beverages? There's. It's never too early. I use them all year long. And the reason I do is because most of the time the water that I'm drinking is usually filtered. Uh, We do not get minerals in our food, hardly any at all, so little because the soils are so eroded. And it's kind of like saying I only drink water on the days that I'm thirsty. The thing about minerals is we used to get these from our, our water automatically. I was raised in the Midwest. This is an interesting story. We lived out in the country and everybody had well water. It was over an aquifer and the wells were, you know, something that you just had. You didn't have city water out there. The interesting thing is the kids in our neighborhood, as we were growing up, we never had acne. I know it sounds weird, but none of us did. But we would take our buses into the city where all the kids, teenagers had acne. And, you know, many of the mothers would always ask the doctors and the doctor said the only common denominator is the water that you guys have out there in your area, Never had zits, never had allergies uh, to our skin, never had skin irritation, never had um, any skin problems at all. And even some of the adults, you never saw things like eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis. I'm sure it popped up once in a while, but nothing like it did in the city. I mean, was it their diet? Was it their water? Was it the lack of minerals that they might have been getting from water had it been from a well? I don't know. I just know that um, it was very odd. And I actually had this, I was back visiting, oh goodness, about three, four months ago. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we started talking about things when we were kids. I said, do you remember? And he says, this, I remember that exactly. He said, all the other kids in school um, had acne and zits and pimples and we didn't have any. I said, do you find that weird? He says, probably just the water. And I said, that's what they used to say. So the thing is, we don't get a lot of stuff from our water these days. You know, I guess if you lived way out in the middle of nowhere and your soil had never been touched before, you could grow beautiful vegetables with minerals in the soil. You probably could dig a well and have great well water loaded with minerals, but that's not the norm. For the most part, most people are just not getting what they should be getting. So what I find is that putting a little bit of trace minerals in my water all the time is something that I do. Now I carry probably three or four little two ounce bottles with me when I travel. So that's enough if I'm gone a week. Um, but I like to carry it with me. Um, you know, uh, I carry a little, a little two ounce with me when I get on the plane. Cause I fly so much and, um, uh, I carry one of those hydro flasks with me. Um, one, it's just ridiculous to pay like $8 for a bottle of water. I just can't do it. And so I'll carry a hydro flask and, uh, they do have a filling station there. We can fill with filtered water and it's not bad, but I always add my trace minerals to it just because of the fact that I need to elevate the water and I want it to be water. I want it to be wetter water. You know, that's what, uh, Darren Starkey always says when we talk about minerals, he said them trace minerals make the water wetter. And I just think it makes it better. I mean, I'm a huge water drinker. You know, we were raised at a time when what your mother would ask you what you wanted to drink for dinner, it was water or water, you know, so we all became water drinkers by default. And I'm so glad that many of us stuck with it. um, Because today, it's one of the hardest things I have to get people to do to drink water. It's it's the craziest thing. Okay, Jeff, I'll do the diet. I'll take all the supplements. I'll go to bed a little bit earlier. I'll try to reorganize. I'll get off my, you know, bluetooth devices early to help with my sleep, and you have to drink water. Oh man, and it's like it's the worst thing in the world. It's like I just hit a nerve. You know, look at it this way. If you have to flavor your water with a little juice adding it to it or some orange slices or things like that, go ahead. It doesn't matter. You know, I have a friend of mine and he loves unfiltered apple juice. So he fills up his water bottle and he puts a third of a cup of unfiltered apple juice in his water. When he does that, he'll drink three, four, five bottles of water, big, gigantic hydroclass, hydroflask full every day of water. But if it's plain water, he just doesn't do it. He said, what do you think? I said, I think you should put it in there. I said, it's unfiltered. It's fine. You're not a diabetic. It's not a lot of sugar. Most people drink... Three times that in one glass. I said, you're spreading it out throughout the day. Plus you're getting water, which is diluting it and flushing your system. If that's what you need to do. I have friends that keep water in their refrigerator with slices of lime and lemon and, you know, and oranges and they throw berries in their water. I don't care. I just want you to drink water. It keeps your system hydrated. It flushes your system. It continually detoxifies. It hydrates your skin. And you know, the interesting thing about the water thing, just real quick, is that I can try to get people motivated to drink their water, and it's difficult. I can tell them about urinary tract infections, bladder infections, constipation, kidney infections, all this stuff, and they just kind of shake their head. And I said, so... What you can also do is not drink water during the colder weather because you're not as thirsty and you're not feeling the dehydration like you do in the summer. I said, but you'll get the vivid reminder when you take all those heavy clothes off and your body is more wrinkled than ever before. And you have wrinkles under your arms and in your stomach and all over your body because your body's dehydrated. You haven't been getting water to plump up or you start getting those age wrinkles on your face because your face is dehydrated. That seems to be the motivating thing. To get people going when you start talking that they're going to look older. But I mean, we need water. Our skin needs water. Your body, your organs, your tissue, everything needs water, you know, so if you need to flavor it a little bit, knock yourself out. All righty. Hey, Jeff, I'm sure this is a common question, but I wanted to make sure uh, because I also have a smoothie in the morning. My vitamins, should they always be taken with food? Well, if you'd asked me this question 20 years ago, I probably would have said, you know, yes, because back then things were in a little bit more of a rudimentary form. They weren't assimilated very well. They were not broken down very well. And the enzymes from the food helped to make sure that you were getting the most you could. Today, we have a lot of things that are food-based. So if you had to take your, like, multiple vitamins that are food-based, multiple vitamins on an empty stomach, chances are you'll be fine. It's easier to remember to take them when you work them in around food. And I think that um, one of the things you can definitely do is put yourself into a category where you start thinking about, you know, how do we do this? I mean, what do we do? How do we do this? I mean, what is the easiest way to, to work this out? Break them up into little, little containers, you know, throughout the day. You know, if you have a smoothie in the morning, like you mentioned, you can take supplements with your smoothie, no problem. You can definitely do that. That is absolutely not a problem at all. So definitely go ahead and do that. You know, but like I said, you know, you will do better if you take them with food. And plus it reminds you, let's say it's like a three a day dosage, maybe doing one with every meal or one with one meal and two with a larger meal. It just makes it work out. I have little bags and I have my morning stuff that I take in the morning. I take that right out of the bottles. And then I have, if I I always grab a snack or a smoothie or something and I have a whole bunch, I take then. Plus in my smoothie, I put my fish oils, my flaxseed oil and, you know, a lot of things that I add to it. But then if I have lunch, I take a good amount with lunch. In the afternoon, I may take more of my herb stuff. I mean, I carry it with me. You know, and in the evening time at dinner, I'll take more. And then bedtime, I take things as well. Do I get out of sync? Of course I do. Do I have days when I'm choking everything down with dinner because I got so busy I forgot? Yes, don't recommend that. But I have to get them in. And do I have days that I take nothing? Yeah, usually one day a week I take nothing, usually Sunday, not for anything religious, just because of the fact that it's an easy day not to have to worry about it because I'm at home and I can just kind of, you know, let things slide that day. I probably still take my minerals, I think, and I take some vitamin C and maybe something for immunity. But for the most part, I let everything else just kind of go on the wayside for that day, give my body a rest. So if you have to organize yourself that way, that's okay. But bottom line, get them in however you can. If you have to do everything with one meal and you need to choke them all down with one meal, I am fine with that. As long as they sit okay on your stomach, we're good to go. Uh, here's one kind of along the same line. It says, Jeff, is it okay to take herbs with food? I was always recommended to take them on an empty stomach. You know, I think it depends on the herb. Herbs will work with or without food. Um, I prefer to take some of my herbs on an emptier stomach. I think they just work a little faster. But if I take them with food, I still get good benefits. Uh, and then it just depends on what you're going to remember. Are you going to remember to take them with your other things and then forget to take them in between? maybe so maybe the best thing to do is just take them when you take everything else, unless you could find a way to do it, let's say, first thing in the morning, take all your herbs. I have did that for years. I would lay them out. I would take them in the morning. Then I would brush my teeth, and then I would shave, and then I would take my shower, and my herbs were out of the way. So I guess it just depends. Um, once again, just get them in. They don't do any good sitting in a bottle, and they don't do any good thinking about using them. You have to do it. So there you go. Let me see. Hey, Jeff, I've tried a lot of oils on my skin. I find that coconut oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil, almond, all those things work great on my body. But every time I try to use one of those really good quality oils, and I do get them from Stay Healthy, so they're very pure, but if I use them on my face, my face always breaks out. I was wondering if you had a recommendation for a thinner oil, something that's not so clogging, something that could rehydrate my facial skin but not clog my pores. Absolutely. Squalane oil. Squalane oil is probably one of the finest grade oils I've ever recommended. I've been using it on my face for years. Um, It's nice. It doesn't clog your pores. And if you put a little bit of a coat on there, it absorbs so quickly that honestly, if you put it on and then you get a phone call and you go take the phone call, when you come back and you look in the mirror, you're not going to be able to tell if you did it. So it's a very, very fine grade oil. I love using it after I do a mask. Um, I'm still one of those people that like the old Aztec secret bentonite clay mask with vinegar. And you do that wonderful mask on your face and then you jump in the shower and rinse it off and you come out and your face is red because it just drew the blood out to the skin and all those wonderful nutrients that were underneath the surface. I used to always follow with the squalane oil if I ever get out in the sun and it's out too much, and maybe I got a little burn, you know, on my face, the first thing I'll do is put on the squalane oil. It's amazing what it does. And it just makes your skin feel so good. A lot of people, if you have a night cream that you really like, a lot of people will use the squalane oil first and then use their cream over the top. Some people will add the squalene oil uh, right to their cream. They're, you know, sometimes very expensive creams. They'll add it to it because it, brings it up a little it elevates it a little bit more my personal recommendation is to put the light coat of the squalane on your face and neck first and do the tops of your ears and the back of your neck as well because those are all areas that are exposed to the sun and then um put your creams on over the top it's amazing what your skin will do And this question kind of goes along with it. It says, hey, Jeff, uh, my friend recommended that I use squalane oil for my rosacea. My dermatologist said, go ahead and give it a try. Have you heard anything about this? Absolutely. I've had many, many friends um, that have used squalane oil on everything from eczemas, psoriasis, dermatitis, seborrhea, scalp problems, rosacea, dry patches. Um, And all of them talked with their dermatologist, took the oils in to show it to them, and I don't think anybody ever had an adverse uh, reaction from their doctor. And they're just like, you know, this is working. And they went in after they were already using it. It's funny, funny, they used it for a month. Then they went in to ask permission, uh, but they were already using it. And the doctor was like, wow, what a difference. Well, this is what I'm using. I want to make sure it's okay. Well, of course it's okay. Look. So that's how fine grade it is. You know, and, you know, you have people that have a lot of major problems on their skin, you know, like psoriasis gets all silvery and, you know, just irritated, you know, so these, this penetrates beautifully because some of the things just lay on the surface. It's like putting it on the cement, trying to, um, well, I said this before, you know, if you plant flowers and then you lay a cement slab over the top and if you water the cement slab, once it's dry, is the water getting to the seeds? No. No. And that's what happens a lot with dry, dry skin. You know, you've got that dry, flaky, irritated, cracked skin and underneath it is healthy skin, but sometimes you put things on it and it just lays on the surface because it doesn't penetrate. The squalane oil is nice because it does penetrate. I've had people that have put the squalane oil uh, in a spray bottle, and they've sprayed it on, you know, skin grafts. They've scared, uh, sprayed it on incisions. They've sprayed it on, you know, whole body sunburns. Um, I have a friend of mine. um, He is a dermatologist and a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. And years ago, a friend of mine went out there, and she had... She had it all done. She had it lifted, tucked and moved and peeled and everything else. And he told her it would be seven to nine weeks for recovery. So she came home with that spray bottle and started spraying that squalane oil all over her face all day long. She went back for a three-week checkup and he was like, I have never, ever seen anybody heal this quickly for the amount of work you had done. And he told her, he said, I'm going to tell you one thing. You're using it for healing, but the way that it's working, I think you should be using it every day for the rest of your life because if it has these kind of healing properties, it must have those kind of protective properties as well. And I know she still uses it because I know she goes in to stay healthy and picks up picks up bottles of it all the time. So, And I'm sure she's still spraying it and misting it on her skin. So it's wonderful. So yes, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend uh, the squalane oil. I think you'll do real well with that see hey jeff i have a question about sleep uh i had problems sleeping many years ago i took a prescription medication for a couple years my new doctor took me off of it he said that it wasn't reacting well it was weird things in my blood so i stopped taking it i tried some natural remedies they worked okay and then i got into a regular day shift when i was sleeping at night and things kind of got better well last week i got promoted and now i'm on graveyard shift again and now during the day i'm staring at the ceiling trying to sleep I don't want to go back on the medication. Are there sleep formulas that actually do make a difference? Yeah, there really are. There's some very, very good ones. There's also individual things you can use like magnesium and ashwagandha we talked about earlier, 5-HTP, L-tryptophan, CBD, um, chamomile tea. There's so many things that you could use. I prefer a blended combination because of the fact that when I'm using a blended combination, I can ensure that I am getting the best combination because one or more of those nutrients is going to work the best for me. So what I try to do is I try to make sure that I am choosing something that gives me more chances to be successful. And that's where those blends come in. That being said, Irwin Naturals makes power to sleep. They have quite a few formulas. They have one with a 2-milligram melatonin, one with a 6-milligram melatonin, one with no melatonin. And then they have one that has uh, CBD, 30 milligrams added in, and one with 50 milligrams of CBD added in. So there's five great formulas right there from Irwin Natural, all liquid soft gel, so they break down very quickly, so you don't have to lay around and waiting for something to break down or start you know, oozing out of the soft gel or the capsule to start really working. These work quickly. There's also Soma Rest from High Energy Labs, another awesome product, very potent, very good. There's also the Rest Z's from Life Season. I love that as well. Um, Wonderful formulas. There's seven formulas right there. And I recommend every single one of them. They all work well. Once again, you are going to react positively or not as positively to individual product it just depends on you your makeup your everything so what I usually tell people to do is try one and then try another one and if you like the second one better stay there and then a while later try a third one if you like the third one better than the second one you know maybe you can do this you'll find the one that works the best for you I have a lot of friends that they'll try one then they they rotate between three or four of them next time they do this one next time they do that one they feel that that works the best that's fine too but like I said, there's no reason to live a life when you're not sleeping, and there's no reason to think that you can solely only help the situation by using a pharmaceutical because that's not true. You know, pharmaceuticals are, they have their place, and thank God for them, you know, especially for infections and for different kinds of things. I mean, there's a lot of people that would not be on this planet if it was not for pharmaceutical medications. But then again, when you stand there and take a look back and you go through time, decades, centuries, or even longer, Many things that were being used back then are still available today, and they're as successful today as they were before. And if I have a chance of using something that's been used for like 500 years or longer, thousands of years, I want to try that. Because obviously, it's been good enough to hang around. People still like it. People still using about it. And people are talking about it in a good way. Love it. Where a medication might be around for a couple of years, and then you find out later that there may be side effects associated with it. Not always, but there are. I want to know everything about it, but I also want to try other things first. Like I say all the time, there's a lot of cars on that train. And you may try one, go to the next one, go to the next one. The caboose, the last one may be those pharmaceutical medications. And if you get to that point, maybe that is what you have to do. And that's perfectly okay. But don't give up trying other things first because of the fact that you may find that, you know, you really do need to make sure that you are trying things first because it wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be disheartening and frustrating if you found out that there was a natural something that worked better than a pharmaceutical medication they were using that helped you out but had tons of side effects and you dealt with the side effects because it helped the other problem. And then you found out that there was something natural that was available that didn't have the side effects. That would make anybody frustrated. But the only way you know that is you hear about it later because we didn't do our homework. You know, we research things like automobiles and we go online to read about phones and new phone systems and all that stuff and computers and all the technology. We study the heck out of that. But do we really take the time to study like alternatives for whatever health condition we're dealing with? Maybe. Very little though. Because sometimes we have a tendency to just think that we can only go one way and that couldn't be farther from the truth. So keep in mind there's some great things out there and you'll find something that works for you. All right, let me see. Hey, Jeff, are you a fish or flax person? Yes. I like them both. I don't like to decide. Um, in my smoothie in the morning, I'll put fish oil and flaxseed oil in the oil form. During the day, I'll probably go to the refrigerator and I'll use the Barleen Seriously Delicious Orange Cream, which tastes like a creamsicle from my childhood from the ice cream man. Uh, And it's got both fish and flax in there and borage oil. I love that. It's a combination. I don't want to have to choose because although they bring similar things to the table, they also bring different things to the table. So I think that there's a lot of things that are available out there that we may just not know about, you know, and I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I want to get the benefit of both. So for people that are looking for it, there are blended combinations. There's also algae forms of omega-3 for vegans and vegetarians and... There are vegan and vegetarian formulas in the Seriously Delicious, which is from Barlean's as well. The flaxseed oil is vegan and vegetarian. Obviously, the fish oil is not. But there are many, many ways to go with your omega-3s. Bottom line is, I say the same thing to everybody, just pick one and get it in because omega-3s are that important. And you will find that when you use them for a long period of time, you probably will learn that there are you know, many other benefits that you may not have known about that you may need to just take a look at. I love being able to use omega-3s because I use it for everything from my cardiovascular health, my brain health, my skin health, my joint health. There's a lot of different things that you may think about maybe trying, but you may find that, you know, for a lot of people, you know, they may not be interested in um, doing an omega-3 in a liquid. Maybe they want a soft gel, that's okay. It just depends. I mean, there's wonderful choices for everybody. So it just kind of depends on the person. And I think that's wonderful today that we have this many choices at our fingertips. All right, let me see. Let me see. Hey, Jeff, since the pandemic, I've noticed that my stress levels are much higher than they were before. We are back to work and it just seems like every little thing is making me edgy and nervous and irritated and cranky. And I've always had great patience, but it seems like I lost my patience. Is Am I alone? Have you heard this from other people? I have. You're not alone. This has been going on for a while now. Stress levels are higher. Mental health is not as good as it should be. Um, you know, the best thing you can do is find outlets to be able to decompress. And one of the best ways I found is is exercise and reading and uh, enjoying music and being around people and not self-isolating. Things like B-complex are very supportive. Once again, magnesium ashwagandha. There's some amazing stress formulations that are out there, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, making sure that you're eating a diet that is nutritionally building for your body and not nutritionally draining because that's what happens is if you're, you're putting food in your body that just tastes really good because they've learned how to make really garbagey food taste really good and make us crave it, you're probably going to find that you know, you're not able to bounce back and recover as quickly as you were before because of the fact that you're not putting in the nutrients that your body needs to do rebuilding. You know, and I think sometimes one of the biggest problems we have today is we live in a very negative world. Uh, negativity is very prevalent all over and they say that if you hang around negativity all the time you eventually will become part of that negativity uh, or buy into it or just by association and I know it's very hard but sometimes we have to dissociate ourselves away from negativity the hard thing is is if it's family and, and close friends. Sometimes for our own mental health, we have to dissociate a little bit and back up a little bit or not be around some of the negativity 24 hours a day and be able to have some time away from it. Because a positive attitude is something that should be definitely praised and um, you know utilized because of the fact that it really, really does. And I think that we we really do need to Uh, put ourselves into a healthier category uh, of balancing our stress. And I think one of the best things you can do is allow yourself, you know, other ways of dealing with it and not internalizing it and not just sitting back and dwelling and doing nothing. We have to be proactive. The problem is when you're stressed out, you get burnt out and you get overwhelmed and then you just want to shut down. We've all been there. We may be there now. You know, and one of the best things I found is, you know, reaching out to people that sometimes just having, you know, something to do, somewhere to go and someone to talk to, you know, can make a dramatic difference. And, you know, I tell people all the time, if you have friends or family members and people that you know that are shut in or they're by themselves, check in on them. Those people are not doing real well. You know, sometimes they're they're just kind of letting everything go. A lot of them are not refilling their medications. They're not shopping. Their body hygiene is not good. They're just letting things pile up because they're just in a funk and they don't know how to get out. I told this story before, but I mean, I think it's very prevalent in the conversation. I have a friend and she's older and I hadn't heard from her for a while and I went over to her house and she just looked very disheveled. So I said, I'm going to come in. She said, well, everything's kind of a mess. I went in and opened up the drapes. The laundry was piled up. The dishes were piled up. And I said, do me a favor. I said, go take a shower. We're going to go out to lunch. And she kind of perked up for like a minute, and then she went in, and I did the dishes. We did a couple loads of laundry. I vacuumed the floor, kind of dusted the tables, opened up windows, got some fresh air in there, uh, went in, changed her bed for her, put all new sheets on there, uh, and just kind of moved things around a little bit. It was by the time she got out of the shower, she had done her hair. She put some makeup on. uh, She looked wonderful. She was so happy. And I said, what's with this medication? She goes, well, I haven't been able to fill it. She was out of her meds for like two months. And I said, this isn't good. So we went by the pharmacy, got all her medications refilled. I looked in her refrigerator. There was like nothing. We went to the store, went grocery shopping. It was like a whole day event for her. It was unbelievable. And went back home, had a nice lunch, went back home, uh, unpacked everything, had her medications. I said, please take all your meds, get back on these. Um, And I said, call your doctor. It might be a good idea to make an appointment. So she did that. Now, the terrible thing is her family lives here, and her family is in the medical field. They haven't checked on her in ages, and she said, I just don't like to bother them because they're so busy. Well, I called them, and I gave them an earful, and um, they said, well, we'll come over. I said, you don't need to come over now. I said, I've taken care of everything. I said, but you need to start checking in on her, and I mean, I've known them for a long time, and I know their parents who are friends of mine, and... Um, and I just told him, I said, you know, if they knew what you were doing and not doing, they would be livid because, you know, that's the his mom and his grandmother who is older and her husband still live here in town part-time because they travel. They had no idea that she was not being taken care of because I reached out to him. How do you live in the same city with family members that you don't at least pick up the phone and text or call or something, especially when they're older like this? So... Nonetheless, I told them I talked with them, and she said, oh, I hope they don't get upset. I said, I hope they do at themselves. So I checked in with her the next week, and she said they stopped over twice, and the following week they stopped over twice. They call almost every other day to check on her. So they had a wake-up call, and that's important, but we need to do this because there are people out there that don't have family, or, don't, or they have maybe some friends, or maybe they're older and all their friends have passed on, or their friends have moved away to go live with their families, and they're totally by themselves. I mean, my mom is very proactive. She will call up uh, one of those transportation to take her grocery shopping to the library. And although she's slow moving, she will do that. Although my sister-in-law will go shopping for her and all that kind of stuff. But she's trying to hold on to as much of her independence as possible. And I think that that's great, but not everybody feels comfortable doing that. A lot of older people don't have phones. They don't know what Uber is. They don't, you know, they don't know about any of those things. They don't want apps and all that stuff. I mean, I've loaded them all on my mom's phone. I bought her an an iPhone and she knows how to push the buttons and she knows how to do it. But not everybody does that. So let's just, you know, all maybe check in on some people. Some people you might not have talked with for a while, just a check-in call. See how they're doing. See if they need anything. Or stop by their house with a bag of groceries once in a while. Just say, hey, I was shopping and uh, they had some good sales. So I picked up uh, some bread and butter and, you know, some milk and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I thought I'd bring you something by. You'll make their entire day. And that's amazing for mood and for stress and for anxiety and for depression, just when somebody cares a little bit. I know I went off on a tangent, but I think it's that important. And I think sometimes we just don't take the time to to realize how much the tiny little things really do make a difference. And if these people really meant something to us, we'd make time for them. You know, and I know we're busy. We're all busy. I'm extremely busy but I make time to make calls and I mean, even if I can't make a call, I'll make a text. Hey, I'm just checking in on you. How you doing? Need anything? I'll be in the area tomorrow. Can I pick you anything up? No, I'm fine. Thank you so much for checking in on me. All's good. Perfect. But it makes me feel good that I can do that. Okay. Uh, let me see. Hey Jeff, I have a question about CBD. Uh, my friends use it. Um, at our company, our boss told us we can definitely use CBD if we want to. It's not a big deal. Everybody uses it. I'm wondering, do you like the soft gels or the tinctures? Uh, my friends use Irwin Naturals. They love it. My, my wife uses the CBD power to sleep at night. Um, she also uses the CBD in sunny mood during the day. It really keeps her even. Um, do you have a preference? Well, you know, I like them both. The reason I'm not as much of a tincture person is because I'm severely ADD and OCD. And what I mean by that is I have a hard time keeping track of my liquids. Where soft gel, if I put it in the bowl, I take it, I know I took it. You know, so with tinctures, like if I'm using a tincture and the phone rings and I have to go answer the phone, if I come back, I've totally lost track of where I was. And that's just a focus thing. And so I'd rather do it in a soft gel because it's measured and I know that if I'm taking a 50 milligram or a hundred milligrams or 30 milligrams, I put those soft gels in the little bowl. I take them, the bowl, it's empty. That means I took it. So for me, that seems to work the best. People love the tinctures though. They love to be able to do them whenever they want to carry them with them during the day, you know, take a hit in the afternoon, you know, the little bit under the tongue and kind of let it swirl and, you know, or they add it to things like juice or their smoothies or whatever, or their tea. I, it doesn't matter I, I think pick something that you'll know you'll do we all know what we will and will not do so if you could actually do something that would make a dramatic difference I think you'll be fine and I think that we'll be able to to really uh, put ourselves into a healthier category just by taking the time to try some CBD give it a shot. You may find like me that you don't like the tinctures and only for me, it's just keeping tracked. Um, You may find that it's an annoyance for you. Some people may say that it's the easiest thing in the world. That's why there's different delivery systems. So um, yeah, I would just say, give it a shot and see which one you like the best. You're not going to make a mistake. Oh, let me see. Hey Jeff, I have a question about collagen. Is it okay to add collagen to things that I'm baking like uh, muffins and uh, use it in with food like stir it in gravies and maybe add some to to, uh, cottage cheese and yogurt but also put it in scrambled eggs and an omelet. Yeah, the great thing about collagen, you can use it in baking, use it in cooking and add it to food cold or hot. I have a friend, and she loves to make these muffins. She calls them their hair, skin, and nails muffins. And she makes them every week, and she puts a big serving. She fills up her muffin pans. She uses over-ripened bananas. She puts in the center of each of them, and she puts a big scoop of collagen in each one and kind of stirs it through. And so she she takes them to work all the time, and all the girls at work are having them. She works with four other ladies, and they all have their muffins like every single day with their coffee in the morning, and she always brings muffins every day. Sometimes she throws blueberries and strawberries and other things, but nonetheless, so they all noticed that their hair was growing, their nails was growing, their skin had changed. So she finally just told them, she goes, I put collagen in here every day, and so they love it. So they call them their hair, skin, and nail muffins, and so yeah, you can do that. I throw collagen in my smoothie, I've thrown it in yogurt, applesauce, oatmeal, I've thrown it in scrambled eggs, I've mixed it in stuffing. Um, so I've used it in a lot of different ways. I've just added it to juice and shake it up and drink it that way. You know, sometimes when I'm in a hurry, you know, I like to mix things like, you, I've told you before, I carry little Tupperware containers when I travel. And in those Tupperware containers, I'll have uh, my Fortiflax, which is my ground flax from Barlean's. I'll have chia seeds. I'll have protein powder, I'll have greens, I'll have my collagen, and I have these little like dry ingredient, little Tupperware containers. And then I carry, I just got a hand blender that charges. It's amazing, rather than a shaker cup anymore. And I travel with it, so I throw it in there, I throw juice in there. If I'm near a store, I'll pick up some frozen fruit uh, or some almond milk, but if not, I just go down and usually in the hotel, they'll have uh, juices available, I'll just get juice and I'll throw it in there. I add my dry ingredients to it, um, and I blend it up, and that's how I start my day. To me, it just makes good sense to start your day on the right foot with something that's nutritionally supportive for the body, and I love my smoothies. I mean, to me, it's, it's just something I really, really enjoy, and one of the best ways to do it is to you know be consistent, because if you start doing something for a period of time and you really enjoy it, chances are you're going to do it more often. And then you're also going to be able to put yourself into a healthier way of living. And you're going to want to do it. These new blenders that are out now, you can actually take them with you. And I got to tell you, they charge, um, you know, which is really nice. And they really work well. And then you just add water and stuff to it later. And then you can clean them just by turning them on and rinsing them out. But they fit really well in a suitcase, and then I have all my little Tupperware containers in there, depending on how many days I'm going to be gone. Usually I I do six or seven with me just in case. I'm usually only gone four days, but I'd rather have them in case I have to stay over a weekend or we have delays like we did last Christmas, and I was stuck uh, in the Midwest after the holidays. Um, I find that, you know, it's a great way to start the day no matter where you are. And I've turned a lot of other people onto it too. I have other friends that do their smoothies and they travel with their blenders and they're all taking their little Tupperwares with them with all their stuff in it. I mean, why carry all that extra stuff? Just put in the containers what you need and then you just dump it into your uh, blender, add your liquid. You can even throw ice in there if you want it really cold, which I do, and enjoy. What a great way to start the day. I mean, what a wonderful, wonderful way to start the day with good, solid nutrition that your body can make a difference with, you know, that you don't have to, um, you know, really overwork to get those benefits. I think it's important. I think it's so important that we take the time to to get into better routines. I mean, we're all getting older. Every one of us is getting older. you know. And as we get older, we need more nutrients. We need more consistent nutrients. We need a better night's sleep. We need to balance our stress. We need to hydrate our body more often. We need to be more active. We need to learn how to decompress. We need to be more positive and less negative. We need to be more focused. We need to find the things that make us happy and do a heck of a lot more of it. It's that important because otherwise you're missing the boat, you know, and you're going to end up with a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. I have a friend that's a very successful business person and, you know, he is in his late fifties and he has not made any time to do anything but work. And he's extremely successful. He has all kinds of kudos and accolades and a gigantic bank account and all the successes you can have and all the diplomas all over his wall. It's wonderful. But now he's getting sick because he never took the time to eat well or take supplements or exercise. And he had all the bad habits, smoking, drinking, everything. So he is going through a metamorphosis now. He's had to change his world. So the way that he's always looked at things, he doesn't look at them anymore because now he's scared. So sometimes we have to have fear in there to make a good change. But I thank you for sending these in. Please send all your questions in. You can drop them off at Stay Healthy. You can send them to their email as well. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Burke at gmail.com. Send me your questions. I'll add them to the next Q&A. But head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check out a full-service health food store, fully packed with the best of the best in every single department. They carry only the best of the best. And I think that's why they've been so successful for generations of families that have been going there forever. 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer, and they're in their fourth decade. How amazing is that? What a great place to rely on with knowledgeable, informed, educated, and passionate people to work with. They want you to be successful. They want you to feel better. They want you to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy, and then tell all your friends about how much better you feel so we can get them healthy, too, because paying it forward is really, really important. Uh, Monday through Saturday of the hours, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday uh, for mail order services, or just on those busy days, maybe call them up and say, I really need my stuff. Can you get it together for me so I could just swoop in and pick it up? Of course, 877-2494, 2494 Make sure that you fill out the drawing slip for their basket of the month giveaway. Sometimes they do two of them. Uh, they're from their favorite companies and they started about $150 in value and oh my goodness, they go way up from there. So definitely, it might be your month to win one of those awesome baskets. Maybe to refill the things you're using, maybe try the things you've heard about, or maybe offer them to other friends. Let them try what you already know about paying it forward. What a great thing to do. Don't forget about their webpage. All of the radio shows are podcast archived for on-demand downloads. You can listen to any of the shows. If you miss a show, you can go there and see what you missed. If you hear part of a show and you want to finish it, go back and hear it. If you hear a show and you're thinking, oh my goodness, Sue at work would love this. It's exactly what we were talking about at lunch. Have her go to stayhealthylasvegas.com. And guess what? She can listen to the show and maybe she'll walk away better because you paid it forward with information. And how fantastic is that? Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in the Las Vegas Valley, now in their fourth decade, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. 877 And once again, their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. When you're there, enter your email address, start getting newsletters, start getting coupons, and get all those informational tidbits that you can really benefit from. Have a great day, everyone. Do something awesome for somebody else and for you. God bless. Thank you for tuning into the Staying Healthy Radio Show.